Welcome to the Tideline Talks podcast, where we discuss all things related to sports medicine, health and wellness. We dispel common myths and misconceptions regarding healthcare, and we do it in a way that's easy to understand. It's hosted by yours truly, Dr. Michael Scalfani, founder of Tideline Sports Performance and Rehabilitation. All right, guys. So welcome back to another episode of Tideline Talks. So today we have Kayla Camparetta, who is a coach at CrossFit Lena. And today I wanted to bring her aboard to just talk about her journey through both CrossFit and her military background and just how she got hooked up with Josh and the rest of the CrossFit Lena team. So Kayla, thanks for coming aboard. Appreciate you joining me on a Monday afternoon. So um, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself and a little bit about your your journey? And let's start off with how did you even get into CrossFit in general? Um, so, hey everyone, I'm Kayla. Uh, so, CrossFit. Um, I've always been an athlete growing up, volleyball, you know, Marine Corps. We do a lot of physical activity. And CrossFit actually started, from what I know, military-wise. Picking up stuff, throwing it, functional fitness, you know, being fit for everyday life. And in the military, I mean, that's where it fits most. We're carrying ammo cans. We're running with bodies. We're, you know, hooking sure. and jabbing there. And so um, military, I always knew about it, but I was more physique I was more like curls and, you know. Brave <laughs> stuff. Isolated fitness. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but one time working out, you know, YMCA life, whoop, whoop. I'm a yeah. mom of two, so needed that child care. Uh, but a friend came in and was like, hey, there's this new CrossFit gym. And this was when we were in Indiana. And uh, they were like, you got to come check it out. Like, we'll just do one class. We'll get super fit and whatever. And I was like, after one hour of fitness, we'll be fit. <laughs> um, so I went and I got my butt kicked, like annihilated. But there was something about it where it was like, I did not enjoy getting my butt kicked by people who, like, I've been doing fitness my whole life. And there's people, you know, the big head in me is like, I'm physically, visually more fit than these people and they are crushing me. Um, and I didn't enjoy that feeling. So I needed to know more and I needed to do it more. And uh, I also had a ton of strength. Uh, I could squat at that point in time. As a female, it was like 240 was a big deal. Um, and right under the bar, 240. So they wanted me and I wanted them for the stuff that I couldn't do. Toes to bar, pull-ups, you know, muscle-ups. That was fascinating to me. Yeah. Um, so I just, I started in Indiana and it just led through Virginia where I started basically taking over coaching, managing there as well. And then we moved to Florida and I tried out multiple gyms in the area and Lena had the best community like all around the best athletes the best community and josh i mean he's just a riot he's a, he's a genuine solid human being so it was like yeah uh i don't know how i'm gonna convince him to let me coach but you know i'm gonna figure it out and he actually messaged me one time he's like you know we always need fill-ins and i was like oh well okay i should go there more yeah oh yeah <laughs> um so yeah so that just kind of happened 
once. Well, you started off doing open gym, right? At CrossFit Lena before you became a coach, weren't you? I was actually a 5 a.m.er. You were a 5 a.m.er? I was. Okay. I, I remember competing with you. You did. Yeah, that's true. You were. <laughs> yeah, that's you true. You were pretty quick. You're very gymnasty. Uh, which is ironic because I'm not. I mean, but you're super strong too. Normally yeah. you don't get both. Yeah. Know? Well, you know, I guess I get lucky sometimes. Whatever. But yeah. I just remember, I remember seeing you work out and I was like, this woman is crushing everyone. And <laughs> I mean, cause you are, you're very, you're very tall. Like there are a lot of great things that stand out. Right. And yeah. so like you said, you're very strong. And so when you have a workout with cleans in there and you're starting to count my plates and I don't have much of an ego, but I was like, Hey, you know, what is she doing? Count my plates. And then she's like, I think I can get close to that. And I was like, well, damn. All right yeah. then. But yeah. I, yeah, I do remember you a couple times at 5 a.m., but I remember you coming at open gym when I was still, I was still renting space at CrossFit Lena. And I think maybe you were coming in to do a couple barbell workouts or maybe on Saturdays with Jesse, you guys used to yeah. partner a little bit. I was all over the place. Before. Yeah. I'm kind of one of those where like, I like a place and then I, I need to know all of it. So I just kind of cycle through whatever it might be. But also I think at that time I was doing two a days. So I'd be like, okay, endurance. Now I'm going to roll into the noon CrossFit and then I'm going to, I'm going to do more afterwards. I just loved it. Yeah. Everyone was so positive and you know, it's sunny out and we're sweating and grinding. <laughs> I don't know. Well, yeah. And it's, it's been cool. Tell me before we get into your experience with Lena, let's back up a little bit. Tell me about your military experience. Cause you were in the Marine Corps for how many years? Four. Four. And yeah. now did you, you volunteered, right? To yep. go, to go into the Marine. So Tell us a little bit about that. What was that? Uh, what was that like? <laughs> uh, Marine Corps. So, eighteen years old. Um, full disclosure: I wasn't the fully put together, disciplined person that you vision when you think military. Okay. Uh, the military was exactly what I needed. I had no direction whatsoever prior to the military, which is why I chose the military because I, I wasn't much for school. I don't sit well. Um, it's fair. I don't do school well. I got to move for me to even think and do stuff. Now I do it while moving. And so, uh, yeah, 18 joined the Marine Corps, um, got exactly what I needed, the discipline, the someone else telling me what to do and having no choice other than to listen. Yeah. Um, and it gave me direction, and that's where I met my husband. Uh, I thrived in everything fitness-wise um, in it. and Because we just always – you're always moving in the military. Yeah. Um, I was motor T. So whether we were loading trucks or, of course, you're locked in a car driving, can't really move then, so that was kind of awful. But uh, other than that, it's, it's it was a physical job. It worked for me. And yeah. You don't really get them. You don't get many choices. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they tell you exactly what to do, where to go, yes. when to eat. So it's thoughtless, right? Yeah. Right. So it's it was it worked out for the time frame that I was there. However, I mean, it it was enough. Four yeah. years, four years was enough for me. It might have not been enough for my husband, but with having a son on the way and everything else, he made the call of like, okay, maybe I'll just go to school and. Uh, become something business wise and we'll make that work so okay cool yeah. so then after after you guys leave the marine corps you were went to indiana right 
Was that your first stop or did you? So, no, after the Marine Corps, he didn't have his undergrad. So we had to finish oh. that. So we okay. went back to Virginia where we had, a, um, where he is from, his family. Okay. So we lived there, finished his undergrad, went and got his master's in Indiana, and then ended up back in Virginia with a company named Deloitte working up by DC. Okay. Um, where I started working at a gym called CrossFit Lorton. And picked up everything there, everything I knew. Um, Indiana found out what CrossFit was. Virginia looked into becoming a level one, level two okay. nutrition coach. All the things you can do without going to school because I had the two kids. Okay. And so it was like, yeah, I could use the schooling and become a nurse like I wanted to do and all that. But at the same time, it was like, but I want to homeschool and I want to do all these things. And it was like CrossFit you just get certifications and if you, you can get higher up and higher up with that and nutrition. So I was like, I'm just going to make something out of this so I can do it from home and I can do it on a flexible schedule. And so, well, you must've been very good because at Virginia, even when you moved to Florida, they still wanted you to do remote programming. Yeah. You still even did some remote programming for I a hot did, minute too, didn't you? I loved it. I really did. Um, mm-hmm. The hard part is, is when you're doing your own programming, uh, it kind of, it's great, but it doesn't benefit you because like while you're working out, it's like, did I overprogram this? Did I underprogram this? And you're trying to like get through it. And like at the same time while I'm doing those workouts, I wasn't able to go work out at these other gyms because it was like, I'm too tired and I'm, I'm not in it. Like I need to do my own. And it was just like, okay, <laughs> we had to make a, we had to make a cut, which is hard. Yeah. It's like breaking up with a family member or something. Um, I don't know. CrossFit Lorton will always have a huge place in my heart. That's like where everything blossomed per se in my CrossFit world. But yeah, and they're thriving now. The owner's doing their programming now and she is crushing it. So yeah. I feel like that's great because I I feel like every CrossFitter has that one gym or that one place where it's like they sort of developed into their own. They kind of went yeah. from a caterpillar to a butterfly, right? And they started to really, <laughs> yeah. they went through this transformation with that particular community, that particular gym, that particular programming, whatever it was. And it all kind of came together. And I think you talk to CrossFitters that have been members or who have moved, yeah. and they'll all kind of say the same thing, that there's always kind of that one gym that they'll, they'll kind of get that sparkle as soon as they talk about it, right? Yeah. Like you did when you talk about Virginia, right? You yeah. know, there's always just that special place. But then even when you moved here to Florida, you were still doing some local programming too. Mm-hmm. You were working with some some remote clients, or not remote clients, but you were working with some clients yeah. and doing their both nutrition and programming. So, yeah. and then after a while, you made the decision to give it up, right? You mm-hmm. decided to just go all in on coaching and you were just now coaching full-time and that's that's your mo right so how is that are you are you feeling pretty good about coaching um you know several days a week now at lena yeah the early crew yeah 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 i love i love coaching coaching the thing with coaching coaching is you show up and you leave yeah and when you leave you leave yeah. Uh, and then you get so, to actually spend time with your kids. You get to yeah. be a part of your family. And I know mm-hmm. you do a lot. Well, you do a lot with your kids, right? With them homeschooling and yeah. supporting your husband as well. So, you know, with his business ventures that he's got going on. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's good. You start to, you know, really grow into being a family woman. It's awesome. So, because mm-hmm. that's what I think that's what makes this area really unique too is that. 
there are a lot of people that are super dedicated to their families, just like you, right? So yeah. there's a lot of people that uh, are are willing to say, you know what? Right now, my family is the most important thing, and it's it's awesome. It's refreshing to see too, because yeah. you know you go to another part of the country, it may not be that way, or you go to a different area, and there may be people that don't put their family as much of a priority as you do. And it, yeah. it's cool because you balance it all, right? You yeah. get to be an athlete. You get to be a coach. You get to be a mom. You get to be a wife. So, And then you guys even crushed it this weekend at Battle of the Beach. We did. Tell, tell us how that was because that oh, was, man. for those who don't know, Kayla and one of the other coaches, Lauren, and one of uh, the members from Lena, Laura, all three of them were an all-female team at a competition called Battle of the Beach that took place this past weekend up in St. Petersburg. Uh, right on St. Pete Beach. And it was uh, ideally designed to be kind of a coach's team. And then Laura was able to step up and became sort of the honorary coach slash badass member. <laughs> and uh, for those who haven't met those those two coaches, Kayla, Lauren, both very tall, very blonde. Uh, and Laura is Laura's a great athlete, but she's a little bit shorter. Yeah. So it was, uh, it was a really great dynamic to see you, Lauren, and Laura all kind of come together. But what was your experience like at, at the Battle of the Beach? Because that was the first time you've done that competition, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was cold. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was like what 60 degrees that morning and windy yeah and raining you're in first. the elements it's uh, uh, it was, right on it the was, beach it was such an experience i mean i'm i'm super glad we took first and all that it was it was a lot learned you know yeah laura i mean hat mvp like stepped up got it's me and lauren are very competitive i think yeah so being able to get on a team with us and like just just doing it like she did <laughs> and it was like wow hats off and she showed up yeah and she did phenomenal and so did lauren and but i mean i don't know it's it i would be intimidated if i would have been laura i would have been very intimidated and i would have been a little bit a little bit scared oh, but she yeah. she came to party and uh it was great uh i think between the three of us we all have different strengths and different weaknesses so it worked out and then <laughs> we all knew laura was taking the hit by just jumping into a team last minute hey with we need the coaches you. yeah we need <laughs> exactly with the coaches yeah um it was great though like we had a little bit of, a little bit of minor mistakes throughout workouts but somehow we still came out on top so it was just like wow okay um yeah, it went it went really well compared to, you know, with the amount of time we had, the amount of training we did. You yeah. Know? Well, the worm, there's a lot of worm stuff, right? So Yeah, and a worm was somebody who is Laura I think Laura is probably what would you say five six? Yeah, she's she's a like a touch five, shorter six than me. To and six two. Yeah. Squatting at the same. So when <laughs> I go down, it's like I'm not down at depth yet and she's like going up already. Yeah. Um so that that was interesting. The worm was probably our most like wow. And then we also there were different um just different versions of how the workout could have been done. Mm -hmm. um so for the worm we thought the hang you just had to curl it and then when we got there like no you got to bring it all the way down to your hip uh there were a lot of different like things that changed as soon as we got there and it was like oh boy okay we didn't practice like that yeah you get um, an assault bike rocks in your in your face too so, yeah that <laughs> that bike was not 
was not anything I ever expected. Um, I mean, we all, like, big girls on bikes normally move calories very quickly, right? Right. And uh, I was on that bike for 30 whole seconds and only got seven calories. That still blows my mind. I, I have no idea what happened there. I probably shouldn't even be bringing it up, but, like, I was, like... I was pushing so hard because I've never seen, I was like, we were all going to yell, this thing is broken. And like, you can't do anything about it. You just got to go. And I don't think I've ever sent it that hard on a bike trying to get the calories to move that by the time we got off, I was wheezing. I was like, what just happened? Like, I would have never, but I knew the calories beforehand and next to us. So I was like, we have to hit this. And There was no stopping, but the second we picked up the work, it was like, you made a mistake, Kayla. You made a mistake. But, oh, no. But we pulled through. Um, I think my favorite event was the 50-pound dumbbell bench, uh-huh. um, repping those out, 12s. Uh, I feel like that's where we redeemed ourselves. Yeah. It's like not mo- not many chicks are pushing. No. Absolutely <laughs> not. Most people can't even get it up to like their shoulder to even yeah. start to push and you guys were just laying right down with it and just jamming. Yeah. That's that's really that's really cool cuz you guys were RX division. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's pretty that's pretty cool to to do that at 50 pounds. That's a lot of weight. Yeah. So, yeah. you guys should be really proud. I'm excited to uh, try to do one that has because it was kind of like a strong woman competition. I would say with the D ball, it was a lot of strength. Yeah, and that is my wheelhouse. Yeah, I would love to try to do one that's like toes to bar, pull ups, um, stuff like that next. Yeah, so to test a real, see where we really are. Yeah, Yeah. is that where you feel like your biggest weaknesses are? You think gymnastics then? Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Because you have, you have muscle, you have bar muscle ups, right? I have them. Yeah. But I mean, give, give me enough time and I'll start chicken winging and start throwing the bar places it shouldn't be. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I think what's really cool is that, you know, every time that you've coached and I've been there, you know, you and I joke about each other's weaknesses and neither one of us really shies down from doing them right yeah. you know like i hate running and you're like oh well looks like you're doing it and yeah. you know you're gonna be happy about it regardless. Yeah. so and then same thing you're like well this one's got a lot of toes to bar a lot of stuff on the rig yeah you know you you always push me to do it and it's, yeah. it's nice because i think you know a lot of us members we look up to coaches right so yeah. you know you guys are sort of our our beacon you're our fitness beacon and it's nice to see somebody that doesn't shy down either right yeah and who is in there day in day out pushing it you know and and really trying to give it their all as well because that's it inspires people to to do the same thing which yeah. is which is really nice so i think it's good for you guys to see a struggle too yeah i think i think that's the number one thing about when i did work out at 4 a.m before coaching people would come in and see me doing the workout and they'd be like wow that hurt you. It's like, they, they hurt me too. Yeah. Like it's, it's not that they don't hurt me. Like it's just, it's a different, it's a, at a different speed, but yeah. yeah, we, we all have our weaknesses like you and handstand pushups. Like one day when I grow up, I will be able to do strict <laughs> handstand pushups like Michael, but that might be 10 years from now. Like, yeah. I don't know that that 
is in my future. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know what? It's just, uh, that's what I love about it though, right? Is yeah. that, you know, you partner up, you and I partnered up a couple yeah. times, right? And like, how much fun is that, right? Yeah. Because now we're pushing each other and now we're just, we take it seriously, but it's not, we yeah. don't get all butthurt about it afterwards. Like, you know, it's just, and then we both know where each one of us is going to struggle. And then yeah. it's just sort of this, sort of, even if we don't say anything, it's just kind of like, there's, there's just that moment and you know, that's when you know that you've got a good partner and you get a good work and it's that's what's really yeah. cool so totally. but um you've had some experience with injuries as well mm-hmm. so you're no you're no shy person to that as well so tell yeah. us a little about some of that as if you don't mind sharing any of your story with was it your back that hurt first your lower back or your shoulder that was bumming you first so when i first came to florida uh I started off at a gym that was closer to me over by Parrish. And it was like a thing to program handstand push-ups and deadlifts like every week. And um, a little Diane action. Yeah. <laughs> but it, I don't mind it like once every, you know, two, three weeks or something. But it was like, it was like every week. And uh, something happened to where it was like my sciatic nerve type thing or my lower back. Just I couldn't do anything. I wasn't. It wasn't really moving well at all, and it was stopping me, and I could not move without pain. And so I went and saw treatment for it, um, but it was basically kind of like a, I don't know, put a Band-Aid over it, per se, yeah, type ordeal treatment, or like, let me just do this real quick and hope it works out, um, and it didn't. Um, eventually, I just learned with that one, I needed to stretch a whole lot more, and have guidance you know i started youtubing because once you spend hundreds of dollars on someone trying to help you and it's not working and right. you're continually getting hurt it's like oh maybe maybe ron wad would help me <laughs> yeah maybe i should actually take care of myself properly uh but yeah so i started stretching more and that, that one went away but once uh once i came to lena you know again stop stretching stop taking care of things and I don't have very good mobility from the beginning. I don't feel like tall people have great mobility. I feel like we're just not blessed with that. So it is very hard. Um, and you fixed me, my overhead position in my shoulder. Um, I just like armpits out for snatches. That's not a thing for me. Yeah. Um, I don't have that range of motion. I'm forcefully forcing that motion above my head. Uh, things like pull-ups and the kipping, I don't, I cannot fully fall back or forward through like normal people can. I don't have that range of motion. And so then I hurt my shoulder doing, I think it was a muscle-up thing, chicken winging, too many of them. And then uh, I came and saw you yeah. a few times and I mean, it opened it up. That was very uh, insightful experience. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been dry needled before, so... It's an that, experience. It was an experience, but yeah. I mean, it was it was very weird. It was uh-huh. like everything you like touched, it, it like shot to where the pain was coming from. So it was like, wow, this guy's a magician. <laughs> um, so that was really cool. But uh, yeah, I feel like uh, when I came and saw you, though, was the first time I ever saw. I was like, is this even real? Like I ever had someone tell me different things to actually stretch, like what to do after this, what to do before workouts like it was like a full session of an hour of hey this is what I'm doing here this is what you need to do after and so it was like that helped me a lot because just even the small movement of going on a foam roller and putting your arm back and getting that range of motion before snatching like opening up your lat like 
I do that all the time now. And it's like the best. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, lots of injuries. Um, those are just two. What else, what else did you just fix recently? Oh, your um Oh my yeah, chest. Your chest. It yeah. was I'll tell you what, that was a that was a wild one. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I that one threw me for half a second. I was like, what exactly is going on here? Uh, yeah. Yeah, without getting too technical. I mean, essentially it was a small strain of your pec muscle that then was disrupting some of the joints where your rib starts at your at your sternum, right? At your breastbone. Yeah. And it was just it was it wasn't traumatic, which is what I'm used to seeing. So yeah. you know, I've worked in in more sideline sports medicine and field coverage where we'll have rugby players or football players that will have something similar to what you had, but that occurs in the moment and an acute injury. Yours just kind of just slowly crept on and then out of nowhere just really reared its ugly head. And it wasn't one inciting event. It was just sort of out of nowhere. You're like, hey, now I can't do you can't know, run. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Just the arm swing of running was yeah. enough to put it on stretch. There's some breathing going on in there. And yeah. Yeah, I mean, did it bother you at all with the dumbbell bench? No. No, and you can tell me if it did. No. I mean it just because that would be sort of you know naturally the the toughest thing for you but honestly no like i didn't feel it at all during that i mean after our first session i was like okay it's still there i'm freaking out a little bit and then i came <laughs> and saw you again and then after that it like slowly eased out but like you said it was like a strain it's just not going to go over like go away overnight like yeah. you you've done something um and i honestly the more i was thinking through it because everybody in the gym was watching me like dig in my chest with my hands and just like uh what is this yeah um I honestly think, again, it was a muscle-up thing where I just kept throwing my chest into the bar and flipping over and just too many constant hits. (laughs) (laughs) Taking hard knocks on the top of that rig, huh? I mean, why not, you know? Uh, That's great. Probably not the best. Yeah. No, that's great. And you know what what was cool is that, you know, you were willing to try, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, even, even every time... There, there is, you know, we're going to do a separate episode about dry needling and a little bit more about what it is. But, yeah. you know, even though you've got a, a pretty sick sleeve on there, it's still very different when we talk about orthopedically kind of what we're going to do. Yeah. And uh, you were willing to try. And as soon as you did, I remember you hooting and hollering up on the second floor of Lena. And, yeah. Yeah. And but you know what? You stuck through it and it worked wonders. And we even threw... Uh, we did a little bit for even that middle back and that took yeah. away that last little bit of that hanging chad that was on the, the lower back as well. And, and that was pretty cool to see too. That Yeah, that was, that one actually was one of my like, whoa moments because that was during the open. Yeah. During that right. dumbbell snatch box jump over and everybody mm-hmm. was like walking around in pain after it because there's a lot of lower back if you don't drop for those uh, dumbbell snatches and, um. I didn't feel anything. Yeah, which is pretty cool, isn't it? I was like, um, do I have to do it again? It's <laughs> like, <laughs> like, no, no, Michael. I saw Michael. Yeah. So if you, you need something. Yeah. Yeah. Which is cool because that was, uh, you know, then you transitioned, I think, more. That was right around that time when you transitioned more into full-time coaching. It was yeah. right around there. So, which is cool. So, yeah. you know, now, now you do the 5 a.m., you do the 6 a.m., and then... Do you do evening classes as well? Or you, I am tonight. You are tonight? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's I awesome. just We just fill in all over the place. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But that's cool. And the, you know, the, the morning class is no joke. You know, 5 a.m., it's tough to get people moving. It's tough to get people talking. It's tough to yeah. get people to even, like, make eye contact, to say hello. <laughs> there are some people, like, at 5 a.m. that are just 
super chipper, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, like Katie and Maria. They're just like ready to go and just yeah. ready to chat. And then there are other people that are like, I'm just going to put my hood up. I'm going to mm-hmm. go to the back of the class and I'm just going to do what I'm told and get in, get out. But those to- people tell you too. Yeah, they tell that's you. true. I mean, the members probably don't get told, but they'll they'll come to me when I first started coaching. They're like, hey, don't take any offense to this. But uh, I'm half asleep when I get there. Like, I just, I don't talk until the end of the workout. Right. And it's like, I, I can understand that. Um, that's not my personality. Yeah. Obviously, but uh, I, I'm not going to push those people to be like, hey, how was your weekend? Tell me you everything know? there is to know about yeah. what you did from Friday to Monday. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's yeah. cool. Do you like coaching the morning class or what is your ideal time that you would, that you like to coach? I like coaching the morning class. Um, It's probably my ideal due to the fact that, hey, I get it in, I get done, I get to be around adults before Mm -hmm. I'm around my kids. All day long. For the rest of the day, teaching them how to read. Um, So it's like like a breath of fresh air right away in the morning. And it's physical movement right away in the morning because you're not just sitting while you're coaching. So it gets out all my, like, anxious, jittery stuff so I can go home and then you know, sit and teach letter sounds right. and words, you know? Well, when do you work out personally? So you, cause you'll do the class workout from time to time, right? So yeah. what is your personal training schedule like right now? 4am. 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 So 4am before I coach is typically when I get to work out. And then if, you know, I, I am, I take a little bit longer for certain things like mm-hmm. strength and whatnot. Than a typical class does. I love classes. Like when we do partner ones, I'll stay and do the seven and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just, I like, so I'll come to open gym and then do the class then too. But if there's like a strength piece, like a clean or a squat, yeah, I, I don't typically stay and do the seven only because I want to take more time on it. Okay. Me personally, like I can't warm up to do proper percentages when I, but there's not many females in the gym too that are squatting 325 pounds. No. <laughs> so like you're not gonna you're there's not gonna warm not up and, much either. Yeah, but it, it's just different, you know. Once you if that's what you want, if if I'm just like yeah, I just want to sweat, get a good workout in, typical numbers, yeah, I'll do class. Yeah. But most times it also gives me that break in the middle of the day to come back and do. So you go gym. back to Lena, or do you like mm-hmm. working out at your home? See no. No. I have my own home gym. Yeah. But, you know, when you're around people that are working out and you're not near kids and <laughs> you're away from your house, it's just it's much easier. Oh yeah. 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 It's yeah, and the open gym crew, there's some people that that move too. And you see some people that are working yeah. on like technique stuff and then, you know, yeah. and then you want to start to look at them too and it's that's cool. So, and, yeah. and you're right. I think that's so I, I love CrossFit, but I'm of the same mindset. Sometimes if you've got heavy weight that you got to move, sometimes you need a little bit more than like 10 minutes, 15 mm-hmm. minutes to get it done. So, yeah. but, um, but that's cool. Um, cause you're, you've obviously got a great relationship with Josh and with the rest of the Lena career. So that's fun. And, um, you know, so what is, what's the next step that you want to do in terms of, you mentioned that you want to do more of a gymnasty style competition do you want to keep competing or are you happy doing your own training and just kind of hopping into competitions when you want to or what is the what's your fitness horizon look like right now for you uh so i'm um i'm on the edge and i'm like i'm part of me wants to find a good team 
yeah part of me wants to go out and find that solid team that yeah we could go rock these competitions and the other part of me is kind of like mm, doing because when you work with a team i don't ever want to go individual that's not a goal of mine okay um when you work with a team you work with other people's time frames yes and that's the part where i i don't know that i want to mess with that so it's yeah. like i really like my own training and doing that too um However, a team would be a lot of fun, but working on time frames. So, you know, I, I actually, I don't know. Yeah. Um, right now, I'm, I'm glad we took first. I'm glad it's over. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll it's see. cool. It'll be, it'll be really cool to see, you know, how, how your journey evolves as well. More yeah. even, you've come so far anyway. So, yeah. But that's cool. That's really great. So, um, well, I just want to say thank you for coming aboard. It's yeah. great chatting with you. People, I'm sure, appreciate your background and kind of the whole arc from military to, you know, working with your kids and then also working with CrossFit Lena and coaching full time. So that's it's really cool stuff. So yeah. thanks for thanks for coming aboard. And for um, me. yeah, tell people where they can find you. So you're uh, on Instagram, you're back on social media now, right? Yeah, you can find me under Kayla Comparetto, Compare, TTO. <laughs> yeah, it's the best way to spell it. Um, you can find me at CrossFit Lena. I also run their social media. Um, Very well. And <laughs> Revamped it. <laughs> I've tried. It's uh, basically it. Cool. Find me those two places. Awesome. Well, thanks, Kayla. Appreciate your time. And uh, yeah, we'll rock and roll. Awesome. Thank you, Michael. Hey, real quick, before you go, I just want to say thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share with others by taking a screenshot of this episode and posting it to your story on Instagram and tagging at Tideline Sports Performance so we can repost it. And to stay up on all the latest from us, make sure you follow at Tideline Sports Performance on Instagram and Facebook. And of course, make sure you like and subscribe to this podcast. All right, guys, catch you next episode.